0: Bitcoin just tapped a two-year high of 57,700 and we're still pumping. In today's show, we'll be breaking down the latest Bitcoin technical analysis as Bitcoin short sellers are out 161 million as Bitcoin surprises with an 11% rally. We'll also be discussing spot Bitcoin ETFs accumulate 300,000 Bitcoin as net inflow rises to 6 billion. We'll also be discussing Fidelity analyst Jurian Timmer forecast Bitcoin taking market share from gold. I'll be sharing his outlook. We'll also be discussing macro investor Raul Pau. Details and absolute stunner chart signaling potential next big move for Ethereum. We'll also be discussing the latest from the high priest of Bitcoin, Max Kaiser, who says the current Bitcoin surge can bring on a $100,000. God candle, send it. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market, fam. All this, plus so much more in today's show. <music> Net. Now, today is pod episode number 1563. I'm your host, JV, and today is February 27, 2024. We just tapped two year highs for Bitcoin, which is currently sitting at 57700 over on Coinbase. Let's kick off the show with our market watch as we do each and every day. We got Bitcoin up another 5% on the day. It's been on a tear, currently trading above 57200 over on Coin360. We also have XRP finally. Uh, pumping up 7% for the day, trading at $0.59. Cents. And Ether tapped 3300 yesterday and is currently still up roughly 2% on the day. And checking out CoinMarketCap.com, the current crypto market cap, as high as we have seen this in the past couple of years, now at $2.15 trillion, with $113 billion worth of volume in the past 24 hours. Bitcoin dominance back on the rise at 52.2%, along with the Ether dominance on the rise at 18.2%. And checking out the top 100 crypto Gainers for the past 24 hours. We have the infamous Pepe up 60% on the daily, followed by Gala up 22%, followed by the Pith Network up almost 20%. Now, which altcoins family are you most bullish on during this bull run? I'll let you boy and let me know in that live chat. I appreciate it, and I'll read those comments in between stories. And checking out the crypto bubbles to get a visual perspective you can see some pretty impressive gainers from Pepe, Doge, Gala, Bonk, Pith, and Theta. Uh, And zooming out on the monthly, virtually all the major cryptos pumping in in the green, minus HTX and XMR Monero. And some of the gains are actually quite impressive. WorldCoin, 198%. Pepe, 140%. Theta, 94%. Pith, 73%. Gala, 74%. GNO, 70%. And Flare even up 122%. BlockStacks up 89%. Again, impressive. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index. We're back in extreme greed. The highest we have seen this in roughly two years. Rated a 79. Yesterday was a 72. Last week a 72. And last month, neutral. With a 54. And checking out the Bitcoin halving countdown. Just note, all of the halving countdowns are going to be a little different because it's dependent upon the block rate rewards. And uh, according to this one, which is nicehash.com, it shows the Bitcoin halving occurring in April 26, which is 58 days from here. The other source we were using was showing the halving happening around April 19th. So this shows one week after. So depending upon what countdown clock we're looking at. But nonetheless, it is going to happen at 840,000 for the event, event block height if you're pretty ecstatic for the Bitcoin halving scheduled to take place now in less than two months. Holla your boy and let me know where you feel the Bitcoin price action is likely to be at the time of this halving. Appreciate y'all. But anyways, family, let's now kick it off with our Bitcoin technical analysis. Check out the charts where the Bitcoin price action is likely to go Next, and most importantly, why is Bitcoin up today? Pumping like a mofo. Let's break it down. Bitcoin extended its up-only rally February 27th, reaching a 27-month high of 57500 boosting the wider crypto market amid increasing investor sentiment and positive inflows into the spot. Bitcoin ETFs. At this time, Bitcoin was trading above 57000 which we're currently still trading above at the time of this live, up 10% over the past 24 hours. And good Lord, look at that Bitcoin daily chart, fam, lit like a mofo. The last time the Bitcoin price traded above 57000 was more than two years ago. To be precise, it was December 2nd, 2021, when the price already peaked and was beginning its reversal into a prolonged bear market. And by January 24th, 2022, the Bitcoin price plunged all the way down to 32900 representing a decline of 42% from its last stint above 57000 Now, several factors fuel the Bitcoin current price movement, including consistent spot Bitcoin ETF inflows, the upcoming supply halving, and overall positive investor sentiment on the retail and institutional side. So let's look at the factors behind this current rally. Let's start here. Continued buying by institutional investors. Bitcoin's recent rally came a few days after business intelligence firm MicroStrategy announced acquiring an additional 3,000 BTC for a total of 155 million at an average price of 51,800 between February 15th and the twenty-fifth, in a post, uh, sailor said that MicroStrategy now holds a total of one hundred ninety-three thousand Bitcoin acquired for just north of six billion at an average price of thirty-one thousand five hundred, as he outlines right here in this post. Shout out to the Gigachad. Moreover, according to Farside Investor data, the nine new spot Bitcoin ETFs have amassed a total of over three hundred thousand Bitcoin worth seventeen billion dollars since their public debut. January 11th, roughly six weeks ago. The net inflows have now surpassed $6 billion. So this is unprecedented. It's crazy to even fathom that these ETFs have already surpassed the Bitcoin holdings of MicroStrategy, which took the publicly traded company, which was the first to put the Bitcoin on the balance sheet, four years. They just achieved and blew past in six weeks. Let that sink in, family. This is a pretty big deal. That means the nine-spot ETFs now hold 1.5% of the Bitcoin maximum supply a 21 million BTC. The combination of diminishing supply and the continued strong demand for Bitcoin is expected to drive Bitcoin higher... In the short term, market intelligence firm Santiment says Bitcoin's rally above 57,000 pushed it within 20% of the 68,600 high established 27 months ago. Quitting them here, now at a pivotal moment, traders' interest in Bitcoin is exceedingly high as altcoins have temporarily taken a backseat. And shout out to Santiment. I'm going to be on their podcast tomorrow, speaking of them, so be on the lookout for that. Now, the Bitcoin market cap has breached 1.1 trillion at this time, actually breached it a couple of days ago. Next factor, anticipation of the upcoming halving event supporting the Bitcoin price action, according to Alex Adelman, founder and CEO of Bitcoin Rewards App lowly, Bitcoin's price spike signals the de facto start of a new bull market ahead of the upcoming Bitcoin halving set for April this year. Quitting him here, a key reason why this rally is so significant is that there was no major catalyst for it. Instead, Bitcoin's major price movements are being driven by sheer positive market sentiment and persistent Bitcoin ETF inflows, which reached new daily highs with the day's rally. That's right. Yesterday, BlackRock achieved in their iBit ETF um, for Bitcoin over $1 Billion dollars worth of inflows, which is a new record-breaking number. As the name implies, the Bitcoin supply having is an event where the reward for miners, new blocks on the Bitcoin blockchain, gets sliced in half. After the next having, the Bitcoin rewards issued to miners per block will be reduced from six and a quarter BTC to three point one two five. And analyst Rec Capital shared the following four phases of the Bitcoin having in a recent post on X. Quoting him here alongside the chart: pre-having rally, warning that the time for deeper pullbacks has ended. And as Bitcoin's halving draws near, investors are rushing to place their best positions for the event. Now for the next bullish catalyst, the Bitcoin short liquidations continue to surge. Bitcoin's rise above 57,000 has caused a spike in the liquidation of crypto levered positions. Bitcoin on-chain analysts, observed the Bitcoin's rise above 53,000, saying it triggered 18 million in Bitcoin short liquidations in 15 minutes. That's pretty wild, man. And data from Coinglass shows crypto short positions amounting to 262 million, being liquidated over the past 24 hours against 120 million long liquidations. So there you have it, my crypto fam. Let me know how many of you are currently bullish on this King Crypto, and when do you feel we're going to hit this $60,000 price target and re-enter price discovery at 69,000, infinity and beyond. Holla at your boy. But anyways, fam, let's uh, dive into our next story of the day and discuss these shorts getting wrecked like a mofo right now as the longs are dominating. That's right. Bitcoin short sellers are out 161 million as Bitcoin surprises with this 11% Raleigh. That's right. Bitcoin short sellers are nursing millions in losses after Bitcoin rocketed upwards of nearly 11% to briefly touch the new yearly high of 57,000. And you already know 11 is a divine omen, hence why my jersey is typically... Number 11, just saying. According to data from CoinGlass, over 161 million in Bitcoin shorts were liquidated in the last 24 hours. Traders looking to gain short exposure to Ether didn't fare much better with liquidations reaching almost 44 million within the same time frame. And more than 268 million in short positions were liquidated as Bitcoin briefly touched. 57 Gs, baby. And more than 270 million in short positions were liquidated in total as the market spiked. Upwards, the wider market has been led by a massive surge in the price of Bitcoin, which rose almost eleven percent from fifty-one thousand to fifty-seven thousand in less than twenty-four hours. Not too shabby. That means if you're a whole coiner, you're up six thousand in a single day. I love it. Bitcoin has since cooled off and is changing hands. Well, we're still above fifty-seven thousand after cooling off, so that's a beautiful thing. Uh, quoting uh, crypto analyst Pav Hundal, "We're at an average per person trade volumes in retail that we last witnessed at the top of the last bull run." Back in November of 2021, that was at the time we hit that all-time high of 69,000. Plus, institutional buying pressure is immense. That's right. Also, consider we didn't have the institutional buy side pressure and FOMO previous cycle. That was driven strictly by retail. Now, like many others, the analysts look to the significant volumes of institutional capital flowing into recently approved spot Bitcoin ETFs. Net inflows into the 10-spot ETFs top uh, $515 more than a half a billion on February 26th, one of the highest days of inflows on record since the ETFs were approved January 11th. According to Farside, ETFs alone are cannibalizing close to a quarter of the Bitcoin that is currently being produced by the network. He also wasn't alone in his enthusiasm for the price of Bitcoin moving forward with several market pundits throwing their weight behind the asset on X. We also had Tyler Winklevoss, co-founder of Crypto Exchange Gemini, who offered uh, and shared, we are so back. While outspoken Bitcoin bull Dan Held said, today's price action marked the beginning of the Bitcoin bull run. Let's freaking go. He also said, welcome to the beginning of the bull run. Be prepared for many sleepless nights. I am ready. My question for the crypto fam out here, are you guys ready? for many sleepless nights as we continue these pump watch parties at the middle of the night. Let me know, family. That's right. Bitcoin is God hacking humanity, family. But anyways, let's dive into our next story of the day. We discussed the short wreckage. Now let's discuss these Bitcoin ETFs and these inflows at unprecedented levels and what's happening right now, which is causing this huge pump. And collectively, they now have over 300,000 Bitcoin. It took them six weeks Mind-boggling, right? The nine spot Bitcoin ETFs have amassed 300,000 Bitcoin worth 17 billion in less than two months since their public debut, Jan. 11th, with net inflows surpassing 6 billion. The Bitcoin holdings of the nine spot ETFs, accounting for almost one and a half percent of the Bitcoin total supply, at 21 million BTC. And amid the growing demand and limited supply, the Bitcoin price touched a new yearly high of now 57,700 February 27th. Bitcoin is now only 20 percent down from its all-time high of nearly 69,000, and its market cap has already breached. 1.1 trillion. I don't think we're slowing down any Family, what are your thoughts? The spot Bitcoin ETFs continued their bullish momentum with more than half a billion dollars in net inflows on Monday, February 26th, which was yesterday. The ETFs also recorded their highest trading volume day with $2.4 billion, beating the prior record of $2.2 billion set on the first trading day, which was January 11th. Now, BlackRock's iShares Bitcoin Trust topped the volume charts with $1.29 billion. That's wild. Followed by Fidelity's Wise Origin Bitcoin Fund in second with $576 million. So, Basically, BlackRock 2X, the next largest. And while inflows into the spot ETFs continue to hit new highs, we have GBTC recording their lowest outflow day, which is 22 million, leaving the fun, marking its third consecutive trading day of slowing net outflows that's what's up. GBTC is the only fund that has seen continuous net outflows since its launch due to the heavy selling of GBTC shares by FTX and other investors. GBTC saw withdrawals of 5.6 billion by the end of January. However, outflows decreased in February, totaling 2 billion thus far. A total of 7.6 billion has exited the GBTC ETF since its conversion. Now, one of the reasons many are speculating on why it had such huge outflows besides the FTX estate over a billion dollars worth of the Bitcoin, uh, you know, GBTC product was the fact they Fees, in comparison to all the other ETF products, are extremely higher. In fact, the highest at 1.5% when you can get some of the others less than 0.2%. Now, the continuous net inflows with a decline in GBTC outflows indicate heavy market demand for the Bitcoin ETFs. This could add additional market demand amid diminishing Bitcoin supply, with the Bitcoin having now less than two months away. Currently, a total of 900 new Bitcoin is added to the daily supply by the miners, However, spot Bitcoin ETFs are seeing net inflows of nearly 8 to 9000 BTC on each trading day. That's ultimately 10x the daily issuance family. So diminishing supply further as demand continues to grow, which is considered a bullish scenario for the Bitcoin price action. And I don't think these inflows are going to slow down anytime soon. What are your thoughts, fam? Holla at your boy. But anyways, fam, we still got a lot to cover. So let's dive into our next story of the day, discuss Bitcoin versus gold, then a stunner Ethereum chart presented by macro guru Raul Powell. And then we'll be discussing the $100,000 Bitcoin God candle in play according to the high priest of Bitcoin, Max Kaiser. So here you can see this headline, Fidelity Analyst Jurian Timmer forecast Bitcoin taking market share from gold. Now also Jurian Timmer, he's the one who had one of the most bullish price predictions in Bitcoin history. He's the one, and this is a few years back, he predicted Bitcoin hitting a billion dollars per coin by the year 2038. I've covered that story a few times on the show, just FYI. So here you go. Fidelity thinks Bitcoin is primed to take market share from gold. I think that's a given. Jurian Timmer, Fidelity's director of Global Macro, shares a chart on X that examines the value of monetary gold. That's right, the term refers to the gold that's explicitly held by the central banks and private investors as a monetary asset and isn't used for jewelry or industrial purposes. Quoting him here, this is an admittedly inexact science, but based on data published by the World Gold Council, I am guessing that the share of monetary gold is around 40% of the total above ground gold. Now, based on the calculations outlined in my previous threads, I estimate that Bitcoin will eventually capture around a quarter of the monetary gold market. At 40%, monetary gold is currently worth around $6 trillion, while Bitcoin is worth $1 trillion, as outlined here in this chart, which shows you the Bitcoin hypothetical market share derived from gold's relative... Stock the flow. So a quarter of six trillion is roughly one and a half trillion market cap, which would equate to a price of Bitcoin of around 76,000. Timmer, however, also assumes that by the time Bitcoin reaches that level of the gold market share, the value of the precious metal will be much higher, suggesting that his estimated market cap for Bitcoin will be higher than one and a half. Trillion dollars. I mean, that's a given. Bitcoin's market cap today is already above 1.1 trillion. So, what's another, you know, I mean, uh, half a trillion dollars for the king crypto? I'm optimistic in the sense I feel the Bitcoin market cap can easily surpass 5 trillion this market cycle, which is roughly 5x from today's. Uh, market. Let me know your thoughts on that. I think the total crypto market cap can easily eclipse $10 trillion, with Bitcoin maintaining 50% market share. Now let's dive into our next story of the day and discuss the latest with Ethereum. In particular, there's the latest from the macro guru, Raul Powell. And then we'll dive into this $100,000 God candle incoming according to the high priest of Bitcoin, Max Kaiser. In fact, this pump could be taking us to 100000 per Bitcoin. But first, let's discuss this. Former Goldman Sachs exec, Raul, Powell believes Ethereum is gearing up for a massive breakout against the king crypto, BTC. Powell says that on X, that the Ethereum versus Bitcoin ratio is on the verge of breaking above the diagonal resistance of a massive wedge, specifically on the weekly chart. Quoting him here, the ETH slash BTC chart is an absolute stunner and ready for the next big move, the break of the mega wedge. Let's see how it pans out. So looking at the chart, the trader suggests ETH slash BTC had already broken out of the descending channel, indicating an imminent bullish trend reversal. His chart also suggests that ETH slash BTC may break out of a years-long falling wedge pattern. Now, other analysts are also turning bullish on Ethereum. The founders of analytic platform Glassnode recently shared that ETH slash BTC made a sudden move to the upside, indicating that ETH itself and other altcoins are about to soar, quoting them here, when ETH slash Bitcoin rallies, altcoins rally, and we have just broken higher after a long consolidation since late 2021. Now, CEO and founder of Morgan Creek Capital, Mark Yusko, he also believes that Ethereum can reach the 15,000 level if Bitcoin hits $150,000 Per coin, Let me know if you agree with him. That would mean ETH going, what are we, 3,300 per ETH right now? So roughly a 5X on the Ethereum price action. Let me know your thoughts. Quoting Yusko here, I probably have no reason to go against what has existed for a long time, which is the ratio between Bitcoin and Ethereum. It used to be almost exactly... 10 to 1. So let's say Bitcoin gets to 150,000 per coin. Let's say it gets all the way back to 10 to 1. Then that would be an Ethereum price of 15,000. So comfortably, somewhere between 10,000 and $15,000 per Ethereum. Let me know if you agree or disagree. My personal target for this particular cycle for Ethereum, I can see it going as high as 20,000 a coin, somewhere between 10,000 and 20,000. I know that's a pretty wide range, but also I have a range uh, for Bitcoin between 222,000 for this cycle peak all the way up to 500,000. So on the bullish scenario, Bitcoin closer to 500,000, I can see ether at 20,000. More of the bear scenario, let's just say we hit 250,000 per Bitcoin for the cycle peak. Then I can see Ethereum maybe at 12,000, 13,000 per coin. What are your thoughts, family? Let me know. And now let's dive into our featured story of the day and discuss this God candle incoming, which is a $100,000 single uptick on the daily candle chart. Max Kaiser recently tweeted the following. You should be able to see on your screen. God candle incoming. We are witnessing the start of a $100,000 Bitcoin. God candle. And you can see, uh, what's his name here? Bukele doing his thing. Shout out to the beautiful people of El Salvador. Then Corey Clipston chimed in. Okay, let's get clear on the official definitions of demigod candle. God candle, the mega candle it was written. The demigod candle is 10% plus in 24 hours, which is what we just experienced. We had 11% surge in the Bitcoin price action, rising over 6000 dollars. The God candle would be $10,000 plus in a 24 hour period. So we already got close to the God candle, but not quite, fell a little short. And then we have the Omega candle, which is a hundred thousand dollar price surge in the daily chart within a 24 hour time frame. Then we have the Buddha candle. We have the Jehovah candle. We have the Yahweh candle. We have the Elohim candle. We have the Moses candle, right? We got the Buddha candle, the Mohammed candle. What other candles are we missing? Let me know. But as you can see in the headline here, current Bitcoin surge can bring on a $100,000 God candle, according to Max Kaiser. And he also shared these recent tweets. Update, now worth $57 million but he lost them. Max Kaiser gave Russell Brand 1,000 Bitcoin after this interview back in 2014. That was worth 26 million at that time, but now worth 57 freaking million. Now, Max has got to be one of the most generous Bitcoin maxis in human history because he goes around gifting people Bitcoin. In fact, Max gave 10,000 Bitcoin to Alex Jones in 2009, but Alex uh, says he refused it. At least that's what he claims. Now, the current value of those 10,000 Bitcoin is now $570 million. Let that sink in. And as if that's not enough giving, check this out. I put on an old jacket on that I haven't worn for more than a decade. I found a slip of paper with a private key and five Bitcoin. I used to carry these around and give them to the people all the time. I wonder what happened to all those Bitcoin. A little update now. Now we're at 285,000. Thank you, Santa Claus. So who else you know out there there just gifting people. Here's 10,000 Bitcoin, Alex Jones. Here's a thousand Bitcoin, Alex Brand. You're a great guy. Oh, here's five Bitcoin. I just want to give you. Max isn't a league of its own. Love Max. Uh, long live the high priest and uh, his beautiful twin flame, Stacy Herbert. I highly miss the Kaiser Report, which was the best financial educational show I have ever seen uh, in my life. Now, let's break this down. Uh, so as Bitcoin skyrocketed over 11% in the last 24 hours, topping 57000 the new high roughly 57.7 over on Coinbase, Bitcoin proponent and early adopter, Bitcoin OG, Max Kaiser, tweeted, this could be the start of the God candle that will propel Bitcoin to $100,000 per coin. Send it. So yeah, over the last 24 hours, Bitcoin's Sword from 51,000 to 57,000. Bitcoin did not stop there, though, went down a little and is currently exchanging uh, at roughly 57,000 at the time of this live stream. Now, God candle incoming, as he warned us, we've been discussing the Bitcoin God candles here on the channel for a while. Many different scenarios could make that play out. We have a sovereign wealth fund in Qatar sitting on roughly a half a trillion dollars. According to Max, they're looking to convert that entire thing into Bitcoin. That would obviously usher in a God candle. Also, we have the kingdom of Saudi Arabia looking to get into digital assets. They recently partnered with the largest bank in Japan, SBI Holdings. This could also trigger a God candle. Other nation state adoption of a bigger country like El Salvador adopting Bitcoin as a legal tender, potentially Colombia, which has a population of 40 million. This can spark a God candle. What if a country like Brazil, which has one of the largest populations in South America, were to adopt Bitcoin as a legal tender? Just helping you understand how simple it can be a hundred K God candle when you start to realize the limited scarcity and supply of Bitcoin with the massive demand we're witnessing right now from the ETFs. So this is the closest Bitcoin has come to the first historic peak reached in 2021, when Bitcoin surged to sixty-one thousand two hundred dollars in March, and in November went up to almost sixty-nine thousand, registering the current all-time high, and I believe that was on November tenth. Family at the moment, Bitcoin trading at eighteen and a quarter percent below the historic peak. Its market cap value has also propelled back above 1.1 trillion, which is another milestone. Now, MicroStrategy initiates another Bitcoin purchase. As I pointed out earlier, santiment on-chain data vendor, published a report about the aforementioned sudden Bitcoin increase. The report states that once Bitcoin soared past 55,000, it already reached a 27-month high. That's right, that's two years and five months, family. A similar price wasn't last seen until December 3rd, of 2021 and with assistance from MicroStrategy's latest purchase of the additional 3,000 Bitcoin, which means they now hold 193,000 BTC on their balance sheet, the market value of Bitcoin jumped as high as now today, 57,700, equaling its highest price appreciation since December 3rd, 2021. Notably, this happened on the day that the S&P declined. So I also must point out that Bitcoin is on its own vector. It's decoupled from the stock market. So even if hypothetically speaking, there was a massive stock crash, like many are anticipating. That doesn't mean that Bitcoin is going to crash alongside it. In fact, Bitcoin can do the polar opposite. Just like we witnessed, if you think about this out loud, during the regional banking crisis of last year, everyone's like, the markets are doomed. Everyone's losing faith in the banks. There could be a bank run. There's not enough money. It's fractional reserve Ponzi scheme. But lo and behold, Bitcoin started ripping. That's what actually catapulted the Bitcoin price action to continue climbing when the banks were basically being destroyed, ultimately. And uh, you know, and that could continue to happen because we still have a regional banking crisis. But what if the stocks were to crash as well? The only alternative asset class that's going to continue to go up and be respected as a store of value, besides gold, is going to be Bitcoin. But Bitcoin, we know, is the superior store of value because it actually has a finite limited supply. And we cannot say the same thing about gold. Hence why gold is always manipulated. So the sentiment team is positive about the aforementioned 10% Bitcoin price surge. And again, and I'm going to be speaking with Santiment tomorrow, FYI. Um, the company purchased 3,000 Bitcoin, paying roughly $155 million for that crypto lump. The purchase was conducted at the price just shy of $55,000. The report points out, by a curious coincidence, the leading index of the US equities market, the SP 500, showed a decline of a half a percent. This may be a sign that crypto is getting away from its reliance on the equities market. Also, like to point out that. MicroStrategy is soon going to become an S&P 500 company because they're almost qualified to do so. At the rate they're rising, they now have, and this was a couple of days ago before the $6,000 price pump, they already collectively have roughly one percent of the Bitcoin supply. They're not planning on stopping anytime soon. And what do I mean by that? Their actual goal is to acquire one million Bitcoin, which would give them five percent of the current circulating supply. Now, do you think they will achieve that? Let me know your thoughts. So you got MicroStrategy is accumulating Bitcoin like madmen. You got Michael Saylor, his personal stash. He said he's accumulating Bitcoin every day for the next 120 days. He made that announcement about a month ago. I covered it on the show. Who knows what his personal stash is? We have the likes of BlackRock and the top ETF uh, asset managers in the United States, which now collectively have over 300,000 Bitcoin. We have Satoshi, who single-handedly has 1.1 million Bitcoin. According to Alex Jones, Max Kaiser has as much Bitcoin as Satoshi, so he could potentially have a million Bitcoin all by himself. You got Coinbase already self-custodying over a million Bitcoin. You got a supply shock on the exchanges, most definitely incoming as this the least amount of Bitcoin available, available supply in the past nine years. You also have a demand shock we're likely to witness this year. And not only do we have the institutional FOMO, but we also have retail, and we have the Bitcoin happening, occurring in roughly 50-something days. So all of these bullish catalysts, then you have the presidential election in the United States occurring later this year as well, all around the same time, the same year. So many analysts are very bullish, as they should be. This is unprecedented. Previous cycle, when we hit that 69,000 peak back on November 10th of 2021, zero institutional adoption zero institutional FOMO, no ETFs were being talked about being approved, at least spot-wise. The ones that did get approved in 2021 were futures. Why would Gary Gensler and the SEC allow futures ETFs but deny spot? Market manipulation, nothing to do with protecting the investor's best interests. We all know that is, uh, I mean, BS. But nonetheless, now we finally have the ETF. What forced the SEC's hand and made Gary approve it? guess what? It was the lawsuit against Grayscale. That's right. They lost the lawsuit, the SEC. And so that make them look bad, approving all of these futures ETFs, but just denying all the spot ETFs. So now we finally got the spot ETF. Yet the regulators, including the chairman of the SEC that approved the Bitcoin ETF, he's still funding Bitcoin. Why is that? I want you to think about that. Why did the ECB, the European Central Bank, just publish a hit piece On Bitcoin, talking about its intrinsic value is zero, it's a Ponzi scheme, it's bad for the environment, and telling you every FUD under the sun. Why? It's a direct threat. Bitcoin separates money from the state. And as Max Kaiser says, Bitcoin kills the state. So of course they're going to fear it. They can't stop it. At this point, all they can do is continue to FUD it and control the on-ramps and off-ramps, which is exactly what they do with their unlawful regulation by enforcement. What are your thoughts, family? When do you feel we're likely to see this God candle? And can you envision $100,000 coming through the pipeline on the daily Bitcoin chart in a single uptick, taking us to 150000 above and beyond holla at your boy. And don't forget to check out cryptonewsalerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in our live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. Hoddle!